All right, welcome to the BFR podcast presented by Sports Mockery. My name is Dave, joined by my co-host, Ficky. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Dave underscore BFR. Check out all my work, sportsmockery.com. Multiple art- articles a week. Uh, you can check out Ficky at It's Ficky Baby on all socials. Great content over there. Ficky, man, somehow this is, an, this is a win. We're recapping a win. Uh, first of all, I want to know how you feel um, You know, after the game, just how you're feeling. Uh, kind of a lot to discuss just over the last 48 hours with Justin Fields, Tyson Bajan. But again, Bears win 30 to 12 at home for the first time in 392 days, man. How you feeling? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So first thing is I I basically had a flight this morning at like 4 a.m. So I'm on like zero hours of sleep. So the one thing I wanted was please let this be not a snooze fest. Like if I have to stay up even yeah. longer and it's just garbage, I was my my soul would have been able to make it. But good thing is they did get a win. The second thing I thought of is yo. Why can't they do this whenever we go to games? <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, why? It's like we had a starter last week. We could not win when I was actually at it. So I might not be going to any more because it might be a curse with that. So, but overall, like, you know, I'm 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 never going to be mad about a win. Obviously, like it does affect our draft position since I know we're not like like likelihood is we're not gonna be able to bounce back and fight for a playoff spot. But I'll never be the, you know, the friend that's going to be miserable. Like, oh, wow, you know, we got to win. I'm going to soak that up, especially, like you said, we haven't had a win at home in 392 days. So it's not like this comes around every, you know, every week. This is once in a blue moon. So great game. Great to see Tyson do his thing, which we'll talk about, you know, and a bunch of other people showed up as well. But, yeah, you got to be happy after a win like that. How about you? Yeah, I think you kind of nailed it perfectly. <laughs> Going through the game, you know, I wanted to see what Tyson, you know, was. That was the most intriguing factor for this one was to see kind of how Tyson Bajan, a D2 product, first time ever, only player in the NFL to come from Division Two, see how he'd kind of respond. Because last week you kind of chalk it up. He's thrown in there. He wasn't expecting to play. Or he maybe he was, but still you're thrown in. It's a lot different, you know, than preparing a whole entire week for a team and getting those first team reps, everything like that. So, I thought overall he played really well. Um, again, the draft position is a funny topic. You know, some people kind of hate it. Some people, you know, obviously love it and hold on to that like it's gold. And, you know, in April it is. Right now you want to you wanna see what this team can do. You want to, you know, obviously learning how to win is a real thing. And I think the Bears, yeah, they struggle with that. They they will continue probably to struggle with that. So for me, yeah, my, I'll my take only- the win. What were you saying? Yeah, and I was gonna say it's that that what you just said was key. Like they the team needs to learn how to win. But my only thing is, is like, are we gonna be in a reset next year anyways? Where it's like the the learning how to win will like have to start over because like you bring in a whole new coaching staff, things like that. That's that's my only thing where I'm like kind of caught up in the draft positioning is because it seems like we've talked about this. It seems like there's nothing fluce and and company can do for them right. to be here next year. And oh, so God. therefore I'm kind of like, what are we, you know, like, what, like how it, obviously from a player standpoint, you know, they're going to go out there and they're going to ball. Like this, this is their paycheck. They're going to go out there and win. But from a fan perspective, I'm like, if we're going to have to restart anyways, next year, do the wins act like what does other than making me happy on a Sunday, what exact in the long term is it, is it worth it for us to like, be you know pulling at strings to try to get these wins and end up with like six wins right it doesn't really do anything you know what i mean so yeah it's just a weird situation especially because it feels like everyone's out the door but 
Yeah, I mean, the players, though, are going to be here at the end of the day. There's going to be a lot of these of young guys, you know, like Kyler Gordon. Um, hopefully, Jalen Johnson. We'll get to that later. Who had a mm. great game, two interceptions. However, it's like, yeah, I mean, losing today or winning today, I mean, right now where they sit, Carolina is 0-6. I think they play – trying to figure out who they – are they on a bye? Next week? No, I think they're on a – I think the Carolina doesn't play right now. They're not. Oh, they're Carolina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is their bye week. Yeah, Carolina. Yeah, so, on a but they're zero six. So, matter what, the Bears are going to be. They're going to hold that number one spot because they're the only team that has not won a game right now. So Correct. they're zero and six. Bears still have the number one overall pick. That's where it comes to, you know, the Bears at number two or to wherever their own pick is going to be. That's where I'm yeah. like, if Justin can show, I know we've had this conversation. If he can show, you know, he's the guy, then it doesn't really matter if we have a top five pick that's our own. Right. right. So as it stands, Carolina holds the number one overall pick. Oh, and six. That's Chicago's. Of course, the bears with the win today. Now Denver is playing right yeah, now against the Packers. They are up six to nothing in the early in the second quarter. Um, so let's go, you know, Broncos, Jordan love, hopefully <laughs> continues to maybe regress or not regress, right. just play poorly. Cause I mean, it's his first really year starting, but say the Broncos win. Okay. That's great. And then, of course, the Cardinals are down seven to three against the Seattle Seahawks. Well, actually, the Cardinals are up ten to seven in the in the late in the second. Or, I'm sorry, early so in the second. That. So again, it's going to be fun to kind of watch those two teams who are playing right now because they're they're ahead of the Bears. The Bears are in the fourth spot of their own pick at two and five with the win today. So, anyways, we'll get to the draft. You know, a little bit later. I want to first of all go over Tyson Bajan. I'm going to go ahead and read his stat line, and we'll kind of discuss because I. I I want to see how you feel about him, what he did today against the Raiders. So he went 21 of 29, 162 total yards, one touchdown. Uh, he took one sack, um, and then it was a pass rating of 97.2. He also added, um, let's see here, where's his rushing? Um, I think he had three, like three for three rushes yeah. for 24 yards, 12 yeah. being his longest. So didn't crack 200 total yards. First of all, what do you think of Tyson? Give me your your raw thoughts, you know, after this this Bears win. Yeah, so if you look at Tyson and we and cuz obviously we have to do a comparison to Fields, right? Cuz that's what that's that's what the talk of Twitter is going to be for this whole next week, right? Next couple of weeks. Unfortunately. But we look at what what we see in Tyson, well, uh, which we saw today, which we don't necessarily see with Fields. Quick decision making, right? Whether that is just he only goes to the first read or not. It seems like he's in there more confident about where he wants the ball to go. Okay. So right. when it comes to, because if I look at like field, right, obviously versus Tyson talent wise, like there's a reason why Tyson wasn't able to go over 20 yards. He's not the type of guy who's making those 20 plus yard throws, right? He made some great throws today. Don't get me wrong. Rolling out, especially rolling out to the right. He threw a couple dots, made some great decisions on that. But when we talk about talent wise arm, you know, even accuracy, power, like Fields has them kind of be in those categories. But he was very, very, very poised, decisive. When the pocket collapsed, he knew where he needed to go, moved, kept his eyes downfield, boom, would hit, would hit his target. So I think that is stuff like that. I think he's going to be able to be in the league for a good amount of time, right? And I think, you know, we forget that he, I think he played four years at Shepard. So this man has a lot of experience under his belt, knowing defense is reading, you know, things like that coverage. So I think that's good. So I overall, like, I think he played 
fantastic for you know the position he was put in. Also, I think Luke Getzey schemed up a great offensive scheme that works for a first-time quarterback coming in, running, right? First off, we started with the run, the run game. Amazing from Darrington Evans, uh, De- Deontay Foreman, and even Bajan himself, right? We did well there. That helped set up play action, and that helped set up the pass. And then the passing game was very much like, one, two, right? It was like quick read, second read. You know what I mean? He There weren't that many times where he had to sit back there and go through all four progressions or whatever, right? And when he did, he actually, you know, made it work. So not to take credit away from him, but I think it, it we made it. It's funny because the way this game was schemed up for Tyson, I think sometimes we're like, why is it not schemed up for fields like that? Why does this fields have to? I know we like at year three, he should be able to go through those progressions and things like that. But if he's not able to, Let's make it easy for him. Run, 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 quick pass. Run, 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 DJ Moore. Run, you know what I mean? Like, I know it sounds easier on paper, right. but it's just like right. that's the way we should have been. I was like, this is something Fields, Fields could run that offense. You put Fields there, he could do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not to take away anything that Tyson did. I'm just saying it's kind of funny that it's like, why, what? And again, we're not in the we're not in the room. You know what I mean? Where it happens, we, we're not in the the coaching sessions and things like that. So there may be reasons yeah. to that, but it's just interesting from a fan perspective to see that. No, you're, you're absolutely correct. And I had two tweets. I sent them pretty close together, you know, after the bears or just before the bears won, obviously it was, it was nice to be in a game where it's like, you know, four minutes left in the fourth and there's no chance the bears can screw this up. You know, you're up by yeah, 20 God. points. It felt good. It felt weird uh, as a fan, you know, bears fan, but it was nice to be able to get some thoughts together and not, feeling so ant, you know, antsy, antic, and all the craziness that usually happens in Bears games. So I had two Thanks. thoughts, and I sent this one out first. I said, no idea what Tyson Bajan will become in the NFL, but he definitely belongs. So that's the first thing. Happy for him. He definitely belongs in this league. Is it a backup? Is it a starter? I'm not going to put a label on him. I don't know. But from today, yeah. again, we'll get to kind of overall analysis and what we think moving forward. But again, shout out to him. And what he's overcome to get to this moment, you know, as far as being a D2 product and just really an underdog story that is, it's cool. It's fun. Uh, Very happy for him. I sent out another tweet right after. I said, Justin Fields will and should remain the starter for the Bears once he's healthy. I think we both agree on that. I I just, that's how I feel. Nothing against Tyson Bajan, what he did today, getting the ball out quick. Just again, happy for him. That's just my opinion. Everyone is going to feel a little, maybe a little bit differently. Because oh, they, may, they might prefer they might prefer Tyson Bajant, who gets the ball out quick, who is a different type of quarterback than Justin Fields. But a couple things for me, I just believe Fields in the game plan and playing against Brian Hoyer, who turned the ball over multiple times, where the offense was set up. And then you mentioned the run game, Vicky, where it was like you said it was good, like very, very good. It was pretty and good. Yeah, it was really. First good. of all, Don uh, Deontay Foreman, I don't think you can bench him. I really don't. Bro, I he, think he no, he yeah, when people were helping. I think he's better, he's better than there. obviously Roshan's a rookie. Again, I, I think he's better than Roshan just because the veteranness and everything. Who knows what yeah. Roshan will become? But Herbert, I love him too. It's just like the Bears running back room, it's a very good problem to have. They got yeah. a lot of good players, but I think Foreman may be the best of the bunch. Sure, he had that drop early on, but it's like, damn. And yeah, Shane yeah, just had a whole lot games. of screens, great running, tight end stayed in and blocked. Be interesting to see what happens next week. I think you're right. Um, what the heck? Uh, 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 TV sure. turned on. I don't know what that is. Um, 
Oh, uh, maybe an ad on a, a site, which is all good. But yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. But you're right though. Like, so the running game, yeah, no, running game is like dominant. And, and and the good thing is that we saw it last week as well. So this isn't just a one-off type thing. So yeah. I think you're right. Once Khalil gets oh. back, I'm probably still gonna put Khalil one. But you know how the running back rooms work, right? You know what I mean? Like for the Bears, just kind of like yeah. who, who has that high hand. So Khalil and no, him, you're right in the backfield, dominant. But I do not want him inactive is what I'm trying to say here. <laughs> you no, know? no, he can't. No, he cannot he be can't. inactive any longer. And uh, But I want to – I think I'm on the ESPN website for these stats, so I think that's what the ad was. Scared the shit out of me Absolutely. nonetheless. However, running game today with Bajan, how good it was where they were picking up – I mean, Foreman averaged 5.6 yards a pop, a carry, dude. That's crazy. Darrington Evans averaged almost four yards a carry. Tyler Scott – he had a couple rushes, Darnell Mooney, uh, end around. But it's like the way they were running the ball, I mean, Fields would have been – it would have been fine. It didn't matter who was at quarterback there. And for me, it's like I think the Bears would have been better. There would have been more pushing the ball down the field than what we saw today because there were so many – it was like screen after screen after screen. Now, they were working because Tyson gets the ball out very, very quick, and he throws a beautiful – like he throws a good ball. Yeah, it's like very tight ball. spiral fields, you know – you know, you have to say it. Sometimes it's a little wobbly. Sometimes it's a little to the left or it's, you know, below. Tyson was pretty much money, you know, but some of the plays as far as like he was rolling out on one where he was looking, looking, finds DJ Moore on the sideline. We've seen Fields make that play time and time again. That's something you can do. However, my biggest point here is Nathan Peterman comes in at the end of the half. First of all, the time management, Garbage. I about it. Like I, what I know Matt Eberflus, his def- the defense is looking very good. But my God, that was so that incompetent. Up. Like, I understand you're yeah. afraid maybe to leave time for the Raiders and whatnot, but to play so scared, and he would have done, done the same damn thing if it was Fields in there too. Like, I'm not going to blame Bajan. Maybe didn't trust him. They wouldn't have trusted Fields because they're just – they're idiots, man. Like, I, I'm sorry, but he yeah, that has, time, Like, that, I can't wait for him to not be the coach of the Chicago Bears. I'm sure he's a great man, but it's like, wow, is it – we need something. We need something different. Um, you know it's actually funny, though? Yeah. Just because it, he's a since he's taken over play. You got a tweet about like defenses look past. It looks past good, two man. Years. Right. You know why that is? Because he's been the play caller since then. In his history, right? That's why he got a head coaching job. When he calls the plays, the defenses, he makes defenses on paper that don't have a lot of stars be adequate. So it's funny because like him moving to the Defensive coordinator may have made him a worse head coach, but it's made our defense better, which has actually put us in more games. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting because – and that goes back to, like I said earlier, it's hard to, like, evaluate any of this because I just feel like we're going to hit the reset button, you know, the following season. There's no way – like, we both think there's no way they're going to be back, so. Yeah. Now, you hit, hitting the reset button, it's like how, what kind of reset how are much? we talking? How big? How much, right? How big is that button? Like coaching staff is out the way, but does that include, is it big enough to include the quarterback, you know, and start that, you know, time that clock over? We'll get to that. I want to finish yeah. with Nathan Peterman to end the half. I know the coaching and the, you know, basically the Raiders using more timeouts in that two minute drill than the bears did. They used two bears used one. It's ridiculous. However, bringing in Nathan Peterman, you're at like your own 45 or 48, something like yeah. that. And it's like, yeah. We know, I mean, Tyson, I know we talked about that underthrow to DJ Moore last week where they were kind of moving the ball. Again, they were moving it last week in a similar manner, in a similar way this year, or this game, similar fashion. Checkdowns, quick, quick, you know, quick, you know, slant routes, just getting the ball out quick. 
with Tyson, it's like, oh, yeah, he couldn't step into that throw. I understand it. But even if he had time to kind of really throw it, I don't think he's getting that ball to the end zone where DJ was, you know, end up was probably going to be at fields. Like you said last week, Vicky, he makes that throw easily. Oh, Does he course. overthrow him? Yeah. Maybe. But his cannon, his arm is so good. It's elite. It's an elite arm in the NFL as far as, you know, um, that type of category goes. Tyson, you bring in Nathan Peterman to throw in a Hail Mary. It goes like, what, negative one yards because he almost gets stripped. But it's like right. Tyson, that's where he's kind of limited for me. It's like he can make some off you know, off script plays with his legs and he's kind of sneaky athletic. We saw him kind of run early on in the game where he kind of gets the crowd kind of hyped by going like this, love that energy, but it's like there's limitations to his game and maybe he's a rookie. So he, where he's not a finished product, but it's like that arm strength that you need at the NFL for tight windows. Yes. He got some today, but it's like the deep ball, pushing the ball down the field eventually teams are going to they're going to figure it out hey he can't throw deep and they're going to play under the sticks you know and it's like yeah. today it worked out for him worked out for the bears but when you have a running attack like they did where the line is just pushing tevin jenkins is a fucking monster and on top of that yeah, almost 200 animal. 200 yards rushing it's like the bears are slowly getting back to that that game that they had last year where they were the number one rushing attack in nfl and i think the last three weeks they are number one so it's like yeah. Fields, you throw him in there. First of all, I think they get more rushing today because of his ability. Not that Tyson wasn't great with his legs when he had to be, but we would, we would have seen more QB designed runs with Fields. And who knows? It could have been easily over 200 yards with that. So, first of all, Tyson Bajit, man, what do you think of him? And I know I hate to do this, but what is the projection for him? What's his ceiling if you had to project kind of what he could do yeah. and how good he can be? Yeah, I don't I don't like to put a ceiling on a player because like at the end of the day, the ceiling is determined by them. So like I, I mean, because you see someone like a Brock Purdy, right? Like I would if you were to look on paper, not saying this is the exact comparison, but similar type yeah. of like someone who's later in the rounds, you know. So or he was not he was undrafted, he's a UDFA, uh, uh Tyson was, but you know, you're as as history shows, it's not like these Hall of Famer, you know, you know, there's not many examples, but they're Hall of Famers, right? So it's hard for me to go that high, but realistically can hit like I setting this, the floor is a lot easier. Can I see him being in the league and being a solid backup for years to come? Absolutely. Could yeah. he start for teams? Absolutely. Started for us. Right. So, <clears throat> excuse me. It's, we only have one data point. We've seen one game. Like I don't, I won't count last game because that's the, you just kind of come in. There's no real game plan, but right now he's one for one. Unlike passing the eye test. So, like with the NFL, right? It's all about consistency, right? That's where the greatness is because there's people, Mitch threw six touchdowns against the Bucks, right? That doesn't mean Mitch is great, okay? So it's, it's more about the consistency and can we see it again next week? Because I don't think Fields is coming back next week. Jay Glazer said it's most likely two to three weeks, like one week from a dislocation. So I think yeah. we're going to see him next week and see what he can do there. And if he looks good there again, well, then maybe my perspective and narrative of like what this guy can be is different. But not to fully answer your question about the reset earlier, I don't think I don't think this is QB1 for us moving next season, right? Even if Fields is here or not, right? I don't think they're like, oh, yeah. Especially we have a top pick, that a top pick they're going to be like, yeah, we're going to skip on these prospects here and we're going to stick with our boy Tyson. You know what I mean? Unless he goes on a historic run. This Again, me saying this right now on uh, October 22nd, right? And a month from now, if he's still playing, right, that could be a whole different story. But based off one game, I'm not like getting too high or too low. 
you know. Yeah, I, it's so tough for me. I mean, he so just, yeah. I don't want to project. I don't want to like put a ceiling on it. But I want to be honest. Like he, they didn't push the ball. I think he had one pass that went above 15 yards for a completion. Yeah, and it's like it was a lot of screens. And yes, it was a fun. Fun victory for the Bears, but when you have the defense playing the way they did, we talked about Flus getting this team really, like just a just kind of fired up, and they just look like a completely different unit. Yeah, it's not top of the league, but it's like where they were early on that Broncos game where they gave up that lead. It's just they're getting to the quarterback, getting sacks. Justin Jones had a an insane rep where obviously he ended up with a sack on uh, Brian Hoyer, but it's like I'm not gonna get. I think he's a very good backup. And I think that's great to have. It's an amazing, like, you don't have to go out and spend money on a veteran quarterback. You have Tyson Bajan for the next three to four years on a very team-friendly deal. And that's a that's a great, you know, resource to have if you are the Bears. So even if Justin isn't the guy moving forward, say it's Caleb Williams, say it's Drake May, to have Tyson in the room this young where you can just keep him for the next five to seven years even is a great resource, especially if, the Bears down the road are a team that can compete for a playoff run um, and maybe make some noise and say your quarterback goes down, whoever it might be, in two, three years. You have Tyson who's been here. We know what he can do. He can come and run the offense, make some off-script plays, but again, he's gonna he might be limited on what he can do. So the starter possibility might not be there for him, except for outside maybe filling in for two to three games where, you keep, where he keeps your team afloat. And that could come really handy. Not this year, probably, but down the road where you have a quarterback, you know, a backup quarterback of that value. Um, and you're not, you don't have, let's see, Brian Hoyer, for instance, today, you know? Right. So again, uh, important. I don't want to limit the player. I, I think he had fun. I think he's a, it was kind of a brush, uh, breath of fresh air having a guy that young step into that backup role. Cause it's like, oh, we could have easily been here with like Andy Dalton or some, some veteran. It's like, this could have been not fun to watch. It could have been a 13-10 win or 13-10 loss. You know, Brian yeah, Hoyer versus others. Exactly. But Nick when you Foles, have a, a, Andy Dalton, Chase Daniel. Yeah, you can go through the list. Yeah, you're, it could be yeah, you're naming it, man. And, and the thing is, that's a pretty nice role. Having a backup, being a backup in the NFL, you know, is kind of cool, especially if you can kind of hold it down and prove to be serviceable like Tyson might be. And again, he could be more. I don't know. But first of all, the run game. Was awesome. I think the the offensive line is something I want to get to as well, Vicky. Like, first of all, did you notice anything, you know, outside of maybe Tevin? Je what, what did you think of the offensive line? Like, I feel like it's clicking. I want to hear your kind of, you know, yeah. yeah my, my, on how my, it's doing, especially over the last three 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 games since maybe Tevin's been back. Well, my first concern. Well, yeah, okay. Let me, let me go back to Kev uh, to Tevin. I said when Tevin comes back, this line is getting so much better because he's our best lineman, and it's he's proven it again. He every game Tevin's been back, you look and you go, Tevin is our best offensive lineman. Okay, the only concern I had for this game was that they switched up the offensive line again, right? So Tevin went from left guard back to his original position, right guard, because Nate Davis is out, and they moved Cody back to his original position, a left guard, and then moved uh, and then had Lucas Patrick back at center. So. You know, luckily, Te the movement was from Tevin going from his second position to his, like, primary position, which is good. But, again, it's that carousel of, like, we ever have the same starting five, right? So I was coming in like, okay, let's not be surprised if there's some hiccups, some penalties, some all-stars, just because 
again, it's the whole, it's a, it's not the same five in there. And some people are at different positions, but minus that we did have a lot of penalties, offensive line penalties. Borum was really my biggest concern because the man had like three holding penalties. One of them was kind of iffy, but overall though, I mean, if you're given, if you're getting 200 plus rushing yards, like your offensive line did a good job, right? They did a great job. So Sure, there were a lot of penalties. Like, if I'm going to be a stickler, I'm like, yo, let's let's get that control. Penalty killed drives. Luckily, the penalties, I think, when I remember, only killed one drive because all the rest of them, there was only one penalty, and then we were able to make up for it. But there was the one drive in the third or the fourth where we had the false start and then the holding by Borum, and then basically we were like, you can't make up from that because it's second and 30, right? So, right. Uh, but overall, I, I would say, like, they did a – there, oh, how about this? There wasn't bad snaps, really. I don't think I remember one bad snap. Where I'm like, oh, wow. And we've been seeing that the past two weeks because uh, uh, Whitehair was at center. So I think they made the right moves. So I guess I'll give them credit. I was just a little hesitant in the beginning because I'm like, uh, can we get some, yeah. sol- uh, some, uh, some solid and consistent up there with that five? So I'm with you on that. Uh, I want to piggyback off that. So this is from Kevin Fishbane. Just he tweeted it. He goes, The Bears had at least nine penalties only once last season. They've now done it twice in four weeks. Of course, this time they win. He went ahead and said, You know, the more you know. Fishbane, obviously, with some crazy, obviously getting some good facts out there. But it is the penalties are again coaching. We, we've talked about coaching is just this team is not, I don't I think they're underperforming, not because of maybe just the talent. They, they need more and they'll get some of that, you know, with the more free agency, you know, next year. And then, of course, the, the draft, the draft yeah. that's going to, you know, influx of talent it's it's going it's going to keep getting better for this team they're going to get younger they're going to add more talent premier young or premier talent chase young potentially some guys some dogs that are going to be coming next year so for me i want to go ahead and bring up tyson bajant once again <laughs> talking about the hair mary hail mary right now to end the half so he says i just had the tweet so he goes um i've got a cannon this is like maybe four minutes ago he says i got a cannon i wouldn't be here if i didn't we're playing in the Windy City. I had one this week that came off my hand a little funny. Never get it twisted. Nate's got got a powerful arm as well. Talk about Nathan Peterman. But I th- like to think that I've got an extremely strong arm. So he was probably asked about, you know, coming out there. And who knows? Like, I would think he would, especially the fact that he has, you know, his dad's a pro or a world champion arm wrestler. And, like, he looks wow. pretty jacked, you know, as far as, like, I know there's a lot that goes into throwing a football mechanics and everything like right. that. I think he could have got it there. Who knows? I would have liked it. it. just felt very odd to bring like, okay, yep, bring in Nathan Peterman. And I thought maybe for a second it was like stats. Like maybe he's like thinking stats, you know, like keep keep the momentum going. You don't want to get a pick, maybe get right, your head or something that like pick. that. Yeah. But I'm giving – that's giving Flus way too much damn credit. So um, in my opinion. So – but anyways – Vicky, we'll move on. Jalen Johnson had a really big game. Uh, before we get to that, if you're in, if you're here first time, first of all, thank you. Um, if you've been, you're coming back. Love it too. Apple, Spotify listeners, shout out to you guys as well. Go ahead and rate the pod. Um, one thing, if you can kind of just do it, just go ahead and hit the thumbs button, uh, like the video, sub to the channel if you, you enjoy the content. Helps the channel grow. Enough of that. But Vicky, Jalen Johnson, two picks, yeah, I two interception. We talk about his ball production, man. What do you think? I've always been a big JJ advocate. You can go back to some of our earlier episodes. Yep. We, I, I think we both agreed about extensions for him. So I don't think this is new news to anyone. <laughs> new news. But it was actually funny. Yeah, new news, right? Uh, so, uh, but I think in the first quarter, 
just on like the first drive, maybe this, the, yeah, the first drive, I was like, oh, JJ's a dog. We need to extend him. And he, it wasn't even like he did anything crazy. It was just like when he was on Devonte, real close. And then some of the other wide receivers, like he, like they may have gotten a catch, but boom, they got tackled right away. Like he was right there. And I'm like, JJ is all over the place. No missed tackles. Either it's a pass breakup, something like that. And then literally, we see later, what, third quarter, fourth quarter? No, fourth quarter. He gets the pick six, and he gets that beautiful one to back up, which is great for him because, obviously, as we've talked about, he scores high. I, again, PFF, take out you want it, but he scores high in PFF. Before his injury, he was a top five scored uh, scored uh, corner. So, and, then, and it's not just like, oh, just a PFF. If you watch, you, you see he backs up this game he like people people catch it and they're not getting much yak afterwards and he's getting breakups right his biggest thing was always from unethicals he actually has a, a couple force fumbles was interception production so it is nice for him to get some now especially since we know it's about time for him to get his back and i feel that he needs i know there's some uh, you know there's two different camps here some people say well ball production has not been there so get rid of them we can draft some people and then my camp how i like to view it is like you can't we are not that good of a football team why are we letting in-house good players go pay that man he's not it's not even like he's asking like some crazy ass numbers this isn't like a Khalil Mack type like talent. You know what I mean? This isn't like top of my position trying to reset the market. So I think it, yeah. and this is my projection. I think I might be, I, I could be wrong, but I actually feel very comfortable that that deal will get done at some point. Right. And I think he will stay here. And I think he should because Tyreek's, Tyreek's had some good plays here and there, but he's a rookie, right? You need someone, at least one person, just like how you have your wide receiver one, you need your CB one. It just helps that one person helps out that whole side of the defense tremendously, right? Because you can just lock them up on the other opponent's best player and not have to worry about it as much. So I, I'm hoping that deal gets done. I'm not necessarily worried about when it gets done. I doubt it'll get done in season, but hopefully by off season. I agree. Uh, Jalen Johnson, I'm going to try and find the quote. They, they asked him about kind of um, – let me see if I can find it. If I can't find it, I might just – there we go. So this one, uh, Daniel Greenberg, you can always count on him. He always has everything. So when asked if he was sending a message with his celebration on the pick six, uh, first of all, he took his helmet off twice. Both interceptions, twice. he took his helmet off twice, which I'm like, I guess he's off the field, so there's no penalty. But I'm like, this man is really sent, like he's really sending a message. The second time he kind of did he did that money thing where it's like, you know, almost did like you see one of the bears. Do you see that one of the, his teammates on the second one like put his helmet back on? Oh for yeah, him yeah, yeah. Because he took yeah. it off again. He took <laughs> yeah. it off so quick, and he was like, "Yo, JJ, put on your helmet." Yeah, come on, man. And the funny thing is, the second interception, they were kind of like around him, like like you could not. I don't think the refs could see that his helmet was off. Anyways, if it was a closer no. game, he, maybe that's yeah. not great. But Keep again, your helmet on, bro. Yeah. So when asked if he was sending a message with his celebration, um, Chicago Bears cornerback Jalen Johnson responded by saying you damn right, 100%. Um, Johnson then went on to say, I've been wanting to get to the table with the Bears. Not sure what that means. Like, I thought there would at least be negotiations as far as, like, being at the table together. So that, that would be surprising if they have even, if it's gone, you know, cold, which I don't. there may have been a report last week that I thought came out where it was like Darna Mooney, Jalen Johnson, those they, there has not been a lot of 
discussions as of late. So it's kind of yeah, gone. I think they quiet. got shelved. Yeah, I think they gone uh, shelved. And you, you see that not just with the Bears. You see a lot of times with other teams. They don't get it in the offseason. They're like, all right, we'll help. Yeah. We'll, but I mean, we'll the trade deadline's we, coming up, think. right? Not that you would trade yep, Jalen. But like there's there's some things where it's like, you, first of all, you don't want to let him walk for nothing. You know, I maybe no, can they franchise him? I don't know. They could, but, but that'd be interesting. That would they be probably wouldn't, but but yeah. He, he followed up. He goes. He finished the quote with this. He goes, "I know who I am. I know I can play this game at a high level, and I feel like I deserve to be paid like that." And I think he's a hundred percent right. You nailed everything you said. Was perfect. Like I don't even know how much more I can add to it. But Jalen is. He's so good. He's solid. Like you saw him those reps against Devontae Adams. He had a play here, which I'm actually going to tweet it later. I had. Um, marked it down where he's playing the run and one of the offensive line kind of bumps him out of the play. He fights back through the offensive line and gets underneath and makes the tackle like basically for a loss um, or yeah, I think I know maybe for a yard. You, I, you know exactly what I'm talking yeah, about yeah. Um, mm-hmm. because it was, it was a night. It was first of all, just like the effort, but the fact that he can like, not a lot of corners can do that. He's physical. Yes. But like to get through an offensive lineman, you know, and then still, you know, have that speed, that close end speed to get back into the play. And first of all, not quit. It's just like, you know, first grade, the ball production today was amazing. First of all, we know who Jalen Johnson is. I don't think he's going to get two picks every game, let alone one, just because I don't think that's the strength of his game. He's a physical corner yeah. and he's very, very good, reliable. You saw him a couple times against when he was lined up against Devontae Adams, where he makes some good plays, but he also had the PI where he, you know, didn't turn it was iffy, but he did yeah, not turn around. Yeah. You know, he that did not turn. Iffy, yeah, he didn't turn his head around. Like, oh, that's all you got to do. And I know you can face guard a receiver, but it's like he did get burnt there a little bit because like that, if it was underthrown, I think that the receiver probably makes a, you know, probably makes that catch. So, but it's like Jalen's very, very good. And it's hard. I think you mentioned it maybe a couple shows ago where it's like to find a player of that caliber is it's, it's tough in a corner. Because it's so such a hard position to play when you have someone this good and you just said it, you don't let him walk. You got at some point you got to keep these guys. You can't keep sending them off like Roquan, um, Cleo Mack. I mean that that looks okay, and that's a different type of trade because you're trying to free up right. some cap space at the time. But it's like for me, it's like Jalen Johnson. I hope they get this deal done before the deadline because he has earned it, and I think he deserves. Even if he's CB two, and you eventually draft maybe an even more talented player. It's like so good to have. You need multiple corners. Tyreek Stevens, another yep. thing. I, I want to get to him. You and know, he, he had an up and down day, and he's homegrown. Like at the, yeah. at the end of the day, like an ideal situation, you want the people you drafted that have lived up to, you know, the, what you know, because they're on a rookie deal, so they've lived past or they've succeeded past what you're paying them now. You should pay them what they're, and then stay with the team. You look at yeah. most good teams most good teams their best players that are on their team are in are uh people they've drafted right the eagles why they were so good is because like 90 percent of their players were drafted and they kept them on their team so if we're trying to also be in the same caliber of people like the eagles and things like that right we well for two reasons first off free agency you have to overspend no matter what free agency is a bidding war so you're going to overspend the even the best player on the free agency market is getting overpaid. Okay. So not only are you, you're saving money by also going in house, but you're also saving even more money because a lot of times they take even discounts because it is like 
oh, the loyalty type of aspect. So, you know, I think Poles has done a good job so far, so far with the people he's brought in through free agency and not overspending. And then also the deals that he's given out in house. Right. So I, I feel like, I feel like he's going to be able to make this work because it's not Roquan who technically is like linebacker one, two, you know what I mean? This isn't the top of their position type player. This is Jalen Johnson. Who's probably top 15, which is really good serviceable because there's, two corners on each team. So, you know, yeah. 60 corners you're looking at, you're top, you're top uh, uh, 25%. You're the top quartile. You got to pay them what they're worth. So. No, that's how I absolutely. feel Got to keep them. We got to keep them in, keep them in that Navy and orange for sure. This one, this one would be, this one would be tough. This would be difficult. Like if they let him walk or even if they trade him, say next week, that would really piss me off. Like Roquan, I was able to kind of swallow that. Um, but it's like for this, it's like Jalen who he he's, he said it multiple times. He wants to stay in Chicago. He really hasn't had any off the field issues. He sure. He he's missed a couple games, you know, almost every season, but it's like the road yeah, injuries. He, yeah. It's not like season ending, you know, it's right. So for me, it's well, like, you've got to pay the man. I don't know what the, as long as it's not outrageous, like you mentioned, I don't think Jalen Johnson would kind of, Again, he wants to. He just wants to meet. He wants to get to the table. And so, it's for me, it's like, sure, he wants money, but it's like he's earned it too. So at some point, you got to give a little bit. You can't keep bringing in so many young guys, especially like you said, homegrown. Almost reminds me like, I mean, I don't know, if, Jimmy Butler. It's like homegrown. You know, he's really good. And sure, Jimmy's kind of super, surpassed that. You know, after trading him because he's just he's he's very very good. But for me, it's like right. Jimmy Butler. You see it right away early on in his career. Is like he was really really good. You know, and then of course they ended so up trading him. Jalen, you trade him, he could get even better because he's still relatively young as far as a young, corner, yeah, rookie yeah. contract. It's like at some point, just come on, Ryan. You know, Damn. get get a deal done. We have, it's not, and it's not like we have a cap issue. We we just talked about this last week. We have the number sure. one cap one, so it's not a money issue. So, and I'm if you like, extend him, hey, man. you could even make it. It could make it even more. Like, you know yeah, the, the cap, cap will be. They even, can, yeah, it's gonna help the cap if you extend him now. So, yeah, it's I think it's weird. gonna happen. Uh, well, yeah. speaking of pay the man, we uh, we got paid from Tito, our boy Tito, with the super chat here, two dollars, and he Tito, said, "Bajent, yeah, thank you, Bajent, appreciate that." He said, uh, "Bajent is a good game manager, and I think that's fine. They'll win you some games, right? Yeah, and that's what you want from a backup quarterback." Right. Or even in this case, that's what you want from a rookie quarterback. And that's what you want from your backup quarterback. He happens to be both of them. So I'm not even mad about that because it got us a W. But when you look long term, you don't want someone just a game manager. That's a Jimmy G. That's not going to win you. Yeah. Anything. You and I know someone who can the first notification, the, the, the first notification, I might uh, make sure I'm not muted here. The fir first of all, thank you, Tito. Shout out to him. He's the GOAT. Um, but for me, it's like game manager and the first notification on our phone that i got from bleacher report so if you have the bleacher report app you probably i don't know if you got this notification where it would what it say it says bears says bajent greater than fields the little emoji where it's yes thinking. all that it says bears qb yeah. has a met or chat uh, debating if bears found their brock purdy and it's like here we go man you know brock purdy yeah, one game one game and it's like brock purdy is again i nothing against him but it's hard for me to be like buy-in that he is really really good when you have such an amazing star studded roster built around him. So it's like yeah. you throw Justin in Brock Purdy, which he could have very well been in San Francisco, which is, Probably I think that will be, 
depending how everything goes, that could be such a unique, interesting way to look at like what could have been if Justin was in San Francisco and they didn't go Trey Lance, who's now in Dallas. But shout out to – I think it's just fun. Like it's just a win. The Bears finally win. It's like to have that debate – I think they actually asked Eberflus. I'm not sure who did it, the reporter. Someone had some balls and was like, hey, um, you know, is just is Justin still the starter? Is there a potential like competition? And thank God Flus, because typically for some reason he does not give straightforward answers. He was right, very right. straightforward he, in salad. this. It, which is thank God. Yeah, word salad. It wasn't. He was he said, No, Justin is the starter moving forward. And I think if you asked Tyson that, you know, he would say the same thing. One thing I, I thought was it, interesting, Tyson was asked about Justin, um, you know, moving forward. Oh, oh here's the quote by Flus, uh, word for word. Justin is our starting quarterback. Tyson is the backup. Simple as that. So shout out to him for actually kind of sticking to it. But he talked yeah, but about Tyson. Question, Tyson yep. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. My bad. No, no, keep going. Keep going. Oh, you're good. No, what were you saying? No, 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 I was going to say the, the the real question with that is moving forward till when? You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. my biggest question is who is starting on this team 2024? You know what I mean? And I know it's it's hard to predict now because depending on that Carolina pick, that is very much so like going to weigh into mm -hmm. what you can do because let's just say Carolina, get, you know, because the NFL will get on hot streaks, right? Let's say Carolina wins eight games straight and, you know, they finish the season, you know, eight and was it 17 games, eight and nine or something, right? Well, then that pick is not anywhere close to the top to where you can probably, you know, do that or you have to combine our two picks to move up. But, you know, if you're out of the of the uh, likelihood of being able to get someone like those top prospects like Drake and obviously uh, Caleb, you know, is it automatically like, okay, then we're going to stick with uh, JJ. We're going to stick with Fields on that. So it it – it, it's interesting what these next couple of weeks are going to show for us because of how well Tyson plays. And then when yeah. Fields come back, how well he plays and then how well the Panthers play to see where that picks at. Yeah. I think I want to get, we'll talk about, cause we both have conflicting. Uh, we, you know, when USC was playing, Ficky kind of had, he tweeted, he, he basically commented about Caleb Williams on a throw that he made. I commented on the exact same throw over someone else's tweet that had tweeted about, you know, how, you know, the bears, you know, shout out, you know, I love Justin, blah, 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 but we can't pass up Caleb Williams. And it was a great deep ball. Absolutely great throw. We'll get to kind of how we feel. Cause we definitely have differing or differing opinions on, on that, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. on that direction. So I want to get to, you know, Tyson real quick about him talking about Justin yeah, yeah. Fields and what he did to kind of help him prepare. And I thought it was an interesting, you know, answer on, on first of all, Tyson, but two, Justin Fields and how good of a teammate he really is. And, and it's like, I know the bears and, and the city of Chicago that we like to do this thing where it's like, you almost start like a civil war where it's like Tyson, Justin, no, it's like, you know, let's just have, let's just let it play out. Like, Oh we, no, we've seen it time and time again, Kyle Orton, Caleb Haney, Jay Cutler, all these things. It's like, it's exhausting to Dave, a point, but I, I it's, it's crazy on Twitter. I'll let you get this. It's crazy on Twitter right now. There's the it's three gonna camps to be and it's, Bro, it's either the new quarterback, which is whether Caleb or Drake, right? It's either yep. Fields, right? Or and build it's around Tyson. Him. Yeah, or it's Tyson. And, bro, this, I I have so many notifications, not even from people trying to talk to me, but, like, even from <laughs> that one video, just, like, going at each other, like, in the comments. It's crazy. Oh, like, yeah. yo, it, 
it's right. It's just, and the, it's just an opinion. You know, it's, it's and maybe Tyson okay. just played it down a little bit. Maybe he did because if he would have had a three touchdown game, you know, if he would have had a yeah, crazy day, it would have been even worse. So I mean, maybe worse. he was just doing us all a favor, you know, letting uh, we appreciate Deontay that Foreman. Tyson. Yeah, Deontay Foreman yeah, getting a hat trick, scoring all those tutties. So, anyways, this is I want to get to this quote here uh, with Tyson. You know, I I couldn't really ask much more from you know him, the QB room, you know, as a whole. I think, you know, Justin and Nate. When I talk about people that rallied back behind me and had my back and helped me throughout the week with just you know different things to look at, just with the amount of experience that they had, uh, Justin and Nate were were pivotal in uh, you know how we were able to execute today and the way I played today on the field. So again, just kind of refreshing to kind of see, you know, him have that, you know, that mindset when it comes to, I know it's not much, but it's like, it's nice that Justin and Tyson, you know, that they are, there is no hostility, at least from what, how I see it. Cause Tyson's, I think he has no reason to lie here. He has no reason to bring it up. Um, And, you know, he, he was able to give, you know, the quarterback room, which includes, you know, nod to Justin, but it, it is, like I said, at the end of the day, it is Justin's team. It is still he still has a lot to prove here, especially yeah, with the quarterback decision coming with with the draft. And Ryan Poles has to figure out, hey, can we build around Justin? And I know some people are like, hey, we have the answer three years, blah blah blah. But for me, it's like Matt Nagy's year. You know, when that rookie season, that you could throw that out the window. That has nothing to do with the evaluation, in my opinion. When you're, you know, that Cleveland game when he's sacked nine times, ten times, whatever it is, it's like he still has a chance to write this story and prove that he can stay in Chicago. So I, I'm hoping he's back next Sunday, but I want to get to Caleb Williams because you said you commented, you saw the throw and I could perhaps bring it up here, but really you really said bad. that I want you kind of explain kind of wh- how you're feeling. Yeah. You, you mentioned that Justin, you think his time might be up, but just go ahead and elaborate on where do you think this direction is going to go and why? Yeah. And I need to preface this too, because like, People, because obviously people don't know me on the internet, so you see this circling around. You're like, "Oh, this guy hates Fields." I'm like, "Bro, yeah. I've been an advocate for Fields." Unfortunately, this whole not time. everyone watches the pod either. <laughs> exactly, it's true. But I've been oh, an advocate listen. for Fields for forever. Like, I, I, my, I, I'll go back to this one. Is that there's two, there's two train of thought. What I want as a fan, and what I think is going to happen. I think in my tweet, I said, like a tweet following that, I said, like, I'm just mentally preparing myself. So what I want is feels to be the guy, ball out. We can trade away that first pick, get a haul. Like, we're chilling. We're good. But what history shows with the NFL, what I think is going to happen is that a lot of times quarterbacks do not get a third head coach. That's not saying that this is not – this. a lot of this is the Bears' fault. Obviously, Fields has flaws. But a lot of it is, like – him dropped into a shitty position and it just being shitty throughout. You know what I mean? And so because of that, I look at it and go, okay, if flus and them do get fired, which you both agree probably is going to happen and it should. Polls, likely polls is, you know, it's really depending on what polls thinks because if polls is going to get a coach that is going to be sign off on fields, right? If he wants field stay there. If polls is like, you know what? I think it's time that we do a bigger reset. And that's even if polls is even here, right? That's just an assumption. I think he probably is, but that's just an assumption by me. Let me clarify. But if if he brings in someone who's like, yeah, we want to start fresh. I kind of, you know, cause they, they all, all these coaches are looking at the prospects as well on the current teams they're on. You know what I mean? So when they become a head coach, they're like, okay, you know what? I know my offense can work better with Justin Fields. I believe in Justin Fields. Let's rock with them. That's option one. 
the one that's more likely just based off how history has worked in the NFL, right? It's not that a quarterback has never gotten that, a third coach. It's just that it doesn't happen as often. And so because of that, I think that he's more likely gone than going to be here. And then another thing, too, that we have to think about is the contract. This is his third year. He has a fourth year. And then you have the option to do the fifth-year option. What we're seeing now in the NFL is to help with the cap, they get the extension done before they even have to get to the fifth-year option because the fifth-year option is expensive. It's basically like a franchise tag. And franchise tag for a quarterback is expensive as fuck. So they try to get the extension done where they can give a bigger amount, but how much affects the cap per year is lower. So it helps out the team, helps out the player. So by saying that, that means field is going to be due for a payday, right? And it's going to be big no matter what. It doesn't mean it's going to be, you know, record-breaking, but you're a quarterback who you know, has potential. It's going to be a good amount of money. So they have to think, is it best to reset that and go get Caleb Drake, right? Where now you don't have to worry about money again for another at least, at least three years, right? And then you can keep those allocate you can use that extra money and allocate it towards really building up this team in the positions that we need because there's still a lot of holes or do they say you know what let's stick with fields and instead we'll get the allocation from trading the first round pick just like polls did to get a star player and plus more trust me you'd get a boatload more in this trade back than what you would get last year for bryce Young. so again as a fan i love Justin fields i want Justin fields but as as I look at it from a more, I think, um, from a business standpoint, from the NFL side, I'm like, I, I can't be surprised if the inevitable happens. And so I'm just trying to mentally prepare myself and be like, Ugh. and yes, the throw that I guess my only counter argument for my for my tweet was that it was a throw. It was like a 60 yard bomb. Right. Fields has done that. Fields did that in college. Fields did it all the time, you know. A lot of these players make these throws. It was just a good throw, and it's more of like showing off that the dude is talented. It's not as much like last year where it's like, okay, would Bryce Young Fields, like I'm still like I would take Fields, right? Like when you're talking about like starting level, but Caleb is closer, right? He's not perfect, but he's closer, and he has a lot of the same skill set as Fields two fields all right do i want to start over no but i could see why a coach comes in or a new gm comes in and goes yeah this is new guy and then the final thing and i'll shut up the final thing is that brad biz who normally when he tweets stuff he's pretty connected with like it 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 typically means more than some other people i would say right when they tweet stuff okay because he's very close to like the bears and he's not out there just like he doesn't do things for clicks you should say that's not his reputation. He's already put out two articles about like, yo, Caleb, Caleb like uh, a QB change is probably going to come. And then he put one out literally this morning about how scouts are saying this is my home. Again, it doesn't mean it's going to happen. You're on mute, by the way, Dave. It doesn't mean it's going to happen. I'm just saying I, it would be dumb for me to think that it can't ever happen or that it won't happen that's i'm just trying to mentally put myself in that space so that's kind of my thought you say and i like brad i like brad biggs he is very good he's done it for a very long time but he also said you know that caleb williams you know and he said one scout reminds him of patrick mahomes and then you get drake may justin herbert you know those type of names it's like 
come on. I hate the comparison when it comes to a guy who hasn't played an NFL snap. Like, oh, I agree. Justin I Fields, agree. his resume, his pedigree from college is, in my opinion, better than it should. In my opinion, better than you. You know, outside the Heisman, I think he's better than the the resume that Caleb Williams has. Especially, there's a graphic. I wish I could bring it up and find it real quick. But no, where he has struggled, where he has struggled against top teams, like that is not that is a red flag if I've ever seen one. And for me, yeah, he's had a rough couple games. And I don't know. It's just for me, it's Justin. He is very talented. He has his flaws. But you, you, we're going to have this conversation so much here over the next oh my God. Yeah, several this, months. Yeah, it's this, almost this exhausting. So going. I'm not even going to get into it yeah, yeah. too too much. But it's like what you could do with the one number, number one pick, and then maybe you get the sixth, seventh overall pick oh, that is your own. What you could do trading back oh, and building around a quarterback of Justin Fields. And yeah, he may be expensive. You may have to, perhaps you can get like a two-year deal done. You know, maybe not Jordan Love, Jordan Love level because Jordan Love is one. He's he he hasn't proven anything. They wanted to kind of see what he could do, so you kind of make that deal there where you have an opt out after the second year. But with Fields, yeah. maybe you do a three-year deal, and that's if he can. He still has about if he comes back next week or the week after, he still will have He's got a, a handful of games where he can show one consistency and two prove that he really is at least, you know, an option, a valid option at the quarterback spot for the future, at least in the short term. Because for me, I'm not sold on on Caleb Williams. I'm not really sold on Drake May. And I hear the generational label. I hear that with, you know, Caleb Williams. And for me, it's it's it really is obnoxious because, first of all, Andrew Luck, absolutely agree with that. Trevin Lawrence, I think he's very good too. So I, I can understand that. But it's like Justin was right behind Trevor Lawrence. 1A, 1B. We heard it long before when he was drafted. Everyone was very excited just because of the pedigree and how good he has been for so long. So it's like it's going to be an exhausting conversation. I don't want to keep, you know, beating a dead horse here because it's going to be it's going to be one that we have for for the rest of the season, you know, and also time where it really gets going. Yeah, and the biggest thing of it is is risk mitigation because at the end of the day, you're taking a risk. You with every draft you ever have with mm-hmm. these players, you there's so many variables that go into it. You never know how they're going to turn out, especially for someone yeah. who plays the hardest position at quarterback. So I totally yeah. understand if you if you ideal situation, you believe in fields, you believe in what you know, you know the strengths and weaknesses, right, and you build around that. All I'm saying is. If 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 I felt the coaching staff was going to be here next year, I would not be so high that there's going to be a new quarterback here. But that's what scares me the most is that you see all the time new DMs come in, get rid of all the coaches, right? They did that with Lovey. That's how Lovey got fired way back, right? Yeah. They want to start fresh because then now everything is tied to them, right? And they don't have that excuse of like, well, that's not my quarterback. That's not my head coach. That's not na, 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 the ego yeah. with it. So that's what scares me. I don't want to have to get rid of my Justin Fields jerseys. I would love for him to ball out and, you know, see that happen. I'm definitely a Justin Fields fan. I'm just saying there's at least, if it's not writings on the wall, there's at least scribbles. Okay. That's all I'm saying is like, you can't, you can't oh, be yeah. in a camp where it's like, oh, and you'd be Fields crazy to, in. yeah. It would be crazy to say that there wasn't that there wasn't prep. This is a high pressure last two three months for his career, not just in Chicago, right. but he could be auditioning for Atlanta for a team that may see, hey, I like what he can do. You know, we think we could, we think we might be able to fix some of the things that Chicago might not have been able to. You know, and maybe 
failed him in. So it's like, I, I'm very curious to, you know, I'm excited to watch Justin. I would, it was tough not watching him today. I don't know how you felt. Like, obviously, Tyson was intriguing, it but it's like I woke the, up today and I'm like, yeah, it didn't feel the same. It, I'm like, damn, Justin yeah. really is not playing today. That kind of sucks because, like, you want there to be no question whether he's the right. guy. And him missing this time, missing this game, it just adds to that, like, hmm, you know, second guessing. Like, we don't yep. know. We, you know, we don't know how he would have played against a team like the Raiders who were kind of reeling. They were not, they were three and three, but it was a very soft ass three and three record, especially with Brian Hoyer being the quarterback of this game. You knew there might be turnovers. That was one of my big factors heading into because I think the defense was getting healthier. They've been playing better. So I'm like, this could be a recipe for the Bears defense to really get, get going against a backup quarterback like Brian Hoyer, who, yes, he's been in the league a long time, but you saw today how, He's not great. (laughs) So it's like Justin, he could have had the ability to have those short fields uh, and just really continued his momentum, you know, because, yeah, it was a tough game last week. He he got down. He got injured, what, late in the third, and it was a tough first half. But it's like before that, the man had eight touchdowns in two games. He was really starting starting to heal. But that's what Fields thing is, right? Full. So just Health, to double yeah. down what you said. We talked about this in the beginning. What beginning of the season this year? The only thing that matters this year is figuring out if our if uh, JF one is our QB one moving forward, right? Yeah. And unfortunately, we're still in a position where we aren't. We haven't checked that box. It doesn't mean it hasn't been checked. Hasn't been checked. Yes or no? It's still TBD, which kind of sucks, right? Because that makes it even worse because you don't know what your next decision has to be. So exactly. that you know. The injury doesn't help with that because you're just missing games, right? And it's not necessarily that you're injured. It's like we need as much data, right? Because if you'd go, you had what? You went three games of like kind of, let's say like we'll just do hot and cold, right? Three games cold, two games hot, one game cold, right? If you can bounce back with two games hot again, you're still trending in the right direction. But now you go like two games incomplete. It's not hot or cold. And then now because of that, now you're not given the opportunity to have a couple more cold games. You almost have to come out blazing from the stop from the start after an injury to your throwing hand, which also kind of makes it hard for you because it's not like you're coming back to a, a fresh instrument that you're using. So, you know, hopefully he does it. Hopefully, you know, I would love to be proven wrong. Like this is the time where I'm like, please, I'm like, I, I'd be happier if I'm proven wrong here because the, yeah. the other side doesn't make me too excited. Sure, there'll be hope about it, but I've always been a, a Fields fan, so. You know, yeah. we still have a lot of time. And like no, you said, we'll be talking about this way too much, but it, it is like have, the number one discussion about this team to figure out what yeah. we're going to do with that quarterback position. And we have to be objective. Like that's what we're going to, you know, when we have the pod, we can't, we can't always keep the, the fan hat on there. And, but for yeah. what you said, it's like the ruling is still out. You know, some people may yeah. have, you know, there's a verdict there, but I guarantee you, I don't think Ryan Poles shares that same opinion where it's like no he wants to i bet he's pissed off like damn justin's down you know he probably wants him there's a reason he's not on ir right now there's a reason they're not doing surgery where he could have done that they could have went that route and justin he wants to play he said it he wanted to go back in the same game we couldn't grip the football but like the bears all of that all of those factors it shows me that they still want to see what he can do and and that and overall, like I said, that could be the best option for him. But he's played five and a half games, right? This is where he stands right now because that he he went down against the Vikings late in the third. And 
He has um, so five and a half games, 11 touchdowns, six interceptions, 1,200 or 1,201 yards total. This is just passing. He has a 91.6 QBR rating um, or quarterback rating. Like they're not bad numbers. Like when he went down, he was tied with Mahomes. He was up there, I think top 10 mm. in, in a couple categories as far as the quarterback goes. So it's like, it is very frustrating that he's missing time because he was sure inconsistent, but it's like you saw some light bulb moments and the Viking games, he kind of regressed a little bit too, but you could say the same damn thing about the the play calling, you know, the, the, the coaching staff kind of just, you know, throwing another wrench in there and not doing what has worked the last two games previously. So, and shot, you know, again, Raiders, Vikings, two different teams, you know, as far as, you know, defensives go, but today would have been fun. And, and we kind of got robbed of that, but Anyways, he's he's still on a projected route. You know, if he were to come back next week and stay healthy, he's projected for 3,403 passing yards, 31 touchdowns, and 17 interceptions. Um, and it's like, if he can come back and kind of keep where he was going, those numbers would be, I think, serviceable. Yeah, that's that's more so that's keepable than not. That's keepable if he can do that. And, it, yeah. and again, we're going to find out. So that's that's why this thing is so exhausting because we were hoping yep. we were at this point where that that had been answered. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. No, I know exactly what you mean, man. First of all, I guess we can go to like a lighter or more fun topic. You know, DJ Moore continues to be DJ Moore. He had eight receptions today, which, again, this kind of points to Tyson Bajan. He had eight receptions, nine targets, only 54 yards, which was about 6.8 yards a catch. You look at yeah, Justin and his connection with DJ Moore, it's like it's well, eight for see the difference. We went, when, yeah, when he had eight, it was yeah. for 230. So yeah, it's yeah. a little bit. And yeah, there's a lot of yak yeah. there with, with Justin of and course. Moore, but it's like, but the play calls they were doing were allowing Justin to kind of get to get that ball out in space. So, anyways, long story short, I think the Bears, it's a weird one because they won which is nice. They kind of snapped that 392 day, you know, streak, you know, losing streak um, at home, but it's like the draft positioning. Sure. The Carolina Panthers still have the number one pick, but who knows, you know, yeah, it's hopefully what are you saying? Yeah, you know, I'm saying it's, it's like, it's like a little win. That's how I'm viewing it. You know what I mean? It, yeah. If it's like fields in there, it's like a big win. like fields, like especially if he plays well. out. Yeah. Right. Because you're like, okay, yeah, you're answering. It's another check, right? That's putting you into the keep you yep. column, and so that's more exciting. This is a you win. want as much like, data. You want as much as data, a, a much film as possible when it comes to making this decision or decision yeah. come April. And it's like, yeah, right. We're robbed of that today. It sucks a yeah, little bit. Yeah, because not like if we won, but I'm like, I don't. What am I glaring? Because yeah. Tyson, yeah, so happy for him. Happy. It's a cool story, but it's like here we are, you know. And it, it, there, there's a lot of answers. Um, well, or there's still another, a lot of questions. Another thing that, too. Another thing too is like we want the coaches to have gone to. So like again, I'm not gonna be miserable about a win. I'm not that person. But then if yeah. I'm thinking long term, I'm like, what does it doesn't answer the fields question, and it doesn't answer will this coaching staff be here when you lose. It helps a check into the coaching staff is oh, more and more. That more coaching more staff more. for me oh. personally, man, I, I don't care what Matt Eberflus. Well, <laughs> I say he could win out, but it's like no, like there's not much more. There's I'm almost ninety nine point nine percent sure. Him, I am too. I feel the same. Maybe I think Luke Getzey too. Um, but you just gone. never know because this this franchise is 
it'd be different. There's some other franchises you're like, okay, this is a mom and pops franchise. So yeah, they they work. It might be different now with Kevin Warren. I think that's another thing too. This is a wild card. Anything can happen. Yeah. And we have no previous data because Kevin Warren is new of what that means. It's like when Poles did his first draft, right? Yeah. Bears went out the staff. Some needs to go. Fair enough. Yes. King Buka world. Yeah. That's a fact. Uh, but uh, we, it's just like when uh, Poles going into the first draft, you have no idea. Like you have no idea what he tries to look at for talent and what. So you just sit there and go, all right, we'll just see what happens. So that's, we're, we're in the, we're in the TBD bucket for a lot of questions. And it's giving me anxiety like crazy. Cause I'm like, I have no idea what this team, what this team's future looks like. You know what I mean? In the slightest for a man who's followed this team for years, I'm in like a position where I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. It's wild. Uh, so we got see. Eric here. He said if fields played today and he didn't have the hand injury injury, he would have torched the Raiders. He said touch, but torched the Raiders. Is what I think he was saying and could have possibly put up another 300 yard and three touchdown game. Eric, Absolutely. I think you set up. That's what I've been trying to say. I really think Justin would have had a very, very good day. All things considered with the run game going the way it did, the offensive yeah. line kind of really getting to a rhythm with Tevin being, you know, having a couple games under his belt. Now he looked great against Washington, but you saw today there was a play with, I think it was a, well, actually it was very nice. Well, you know, um, executed play with Tyson Bajan. He rolled out to the right. Everyone's kind of focused on them. They're moving this way. There's a couple offensive line. Anyways, there's a screen. He throws it the opposite side of the field, and there's just yeah. a brigade of like three offensive linemen, including Tevin, Tevin where he just absolutely Malton. murders. Yeah. A couple of Raiders died on that play. I'm not. I'm, yeah. I'm honestly, uh, if you look back at it, but it's like the offensive line. There's a lot of things going well for this team, and it sucks. I keep saying it that Justin was not able to kind of show what he could do and stay on the field, you know, and health well, is a big know, thing too with him. So true. And we know like when fields has the right things around him are going right. He thrives. Okay. So when the offensive yeah. line is all running games, well, he does well. So I totally agree that he probably would have balled out today because the offensive line played well and the running game was well. So if Tyson thrived in it and more of the shorter, game, I guarantee fields would have as well. That's not who fields. That's not where the fields issues are. Fields issues are where it's like typically the offensive line isn't playing well, and then Fields has no confidence back there, and he can't throw. Like he, he doesn't make the right decisions, or he holds on to the ball too long, things like that. So, yeah. Well, hey, I want to. We'll end with this, Vicky. Um, I think we're going about an hour here, which is which is fine. We're having fun. I, I asked on Twitter. I said, "Give me your honest thoughts on Tyson Bajan." Uh, the reason I tweeted this, I want to kind of get. I wanted to see how everyone was feeling on Twitter. Um you know, that follows the pod and everything like that. So we got a decent amount of responses. I thought there were some unique ones here. I uh, got almost a thousand comments on it um, and, and it's still going. Excuse so this me? one from our guy. Jeez, bro. What? I'm just saying that's a, a thousand comments is a lot. That's what I'm saying. People really oh, want to give their opinions. They really wanted to chime in. I, I love it, man. It gives us more freaking, you know, feedback. And we want to be, first yeah, of all, yeah. Vicky and I, people one are. thing we want to do is we want to build a community. Um, we love the podcast. We love being able to talk with you guys, interact. So if you have questions, we'll answer those before the show ends. Or we'll get to as many as we can. But if you have any questions, throw them in right now. Vicky, um, we'll go ahead and mark them down. We'll get to them. But one thing we want to build yeah, yeah. here is community. And we we feel the love. We're almost at 2,000 subscribers for uh, are on YouTube as far as our channel goes. So again, we're going to do a give. Uh, we're going to do a giveaway once we get there. Uh, we're about 50. 
40 away. So again, if you like the content, well, you hear us say it all the time, but it really does help. It's a, a great way just to support the support the pod, hit the like button, sub to the channel, hit the notification bell if you want to stick around. But again, awesome, awesome feedback on this on this tweet right here. Again, give me your honest thoughts on Tyson Bajant today. And we're going to start with a uh, friend of the show, Deeks, uh, or Deke, Deeks View on Twitter, or Deeks View OG. He goes, um, let's see here. I'll see if I can pull it up, make it a little bit bigger for our YouTube. Maybe. That's pretty big, I think. What do you think, Fick? Yeah, they should be able to read that. All right. So, again, comment section here. So, it's solid as good, or solid as good as any NFL team could have as their backup kid has juice and i kind of like that i think the juice factor um he definitely has something that is maybe not there in every backup um and maybe yeah, it's just yeah. his youthfulness you know getting the the crowd fired up um <laughs> bulls show you said don't have an opinion because getsy doesn't trust him enough to throw the ball he's probably that probably was commented um in regards to the halftime you know debacle where they were just not using even throw those hail mary yep yep uh, the athletes or athletes plug a dog with a fire emoji and an eye emoji. Uh, so again, some people. Uh, sorry that you have you muted here. Um, next, Brock Purdy. <laughs> again, some people are gonna feel that way. Um, Sam, good friend, group chat um, member, Bears group chat member on Twitter. Uh, Sam the Jedi. He goes. He played the QB two position perfectly. Efficient, decisive, swaggy. Hell of a game for a D two kid. Perfect. Pretty spot on. That was spot on. We need to get Sam yeah. on here. Um, let's see here. This uh, There must be some kind of way out of here on Twitter. He goes, I think if he keeps playing like this, he, des- he deserves a shot when Justin is healthy. He deserves a shot even when Justin is healthy. I mm. love Justin. And Bears didn't take downfield shots because he didn't need to. But I like his composure and understanding of our offense. So, again, yeah, you're gonna, I, we're I getting – yeah, I agree with that. I, I, I mean, I'm still putting field. We have to find out if Fields the guy. So even if Fields is yeah. playing like dog shit, you got to put Fields out there because because Ty can come back on this team next year. We need to figure out if Fields is going to come back on this team next year. You know what I mean? So if if Fields is healthy, I don't care how well Tyson's playing. You got to put yeah. Fields out there. We got to figure that out. Yeah, I, it's just so funny to see everyone's unique. There's a lot of takes, man. Uh, Devin on Twitter, Devin underscore talks. He goes very good backup, but doesn't have the arm strength to be a long-term starter. Uh, someone just Tom Brady gif. Let's go. Yeah. So he's probably hyped. Jerry Harrison solid. Jr. on Twitter. He goes solid. Charles Smith again with the solid. He does the basics well and steadies the ship. Um, DK on Twitter, sparkle muffin 14. He goes happy for Bajan. He did what he was supposed to do. Um, Jay on Twitter, Luke Getze called a fantastic game for his rookie quarterback, and Bajant looks excellent. He got the ball out quick, which I'm impressed about. However, there's no QB controversy, at least not yet. I didn't know the Raiders were this bad. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. Their defense is not actually that bad. So, like, we yeah. got to give Getze credit. He called a good game because it's not like they're a bottom-tier defense. So, yeah. Yeah, it looks got- like most of them are, like, efficient, solid, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I'll, we'll finish up with another uh, Twitter group chat member, um, longtime friend, uh, Coach Turner, um, Turner K on Twitter. He goes, efficient, effective, energetic, did what was asked of him, made good choices, put some good tape t- together for JF1 to build on to. So, yeah, I again, think, I, think, I honestly, every single one's comments, I, I agree with. Like, other than the, than the, the one that says, like, you know, he might be battling for position here. I, 
other than that, but like the comments about like how we played and like people understand like he was not necessarily playing like the same type of game Fields was with like throwing it deep down field, but the man yeah. did what he needed to do. Came in as a QB two, steadied the ship, got us to dub, you know. So no, and that's I the think- thing with the backup too, is because you the uh expectations are a lot different. When fields come in, it's not like oh steady the ship. It's like we need you to win and put the team on your back. When Beijing comes in, you're kind of like, oh, you can be a game manager and we're not upset. You know what I mean? No, I, I think I think it's perfect. I, well, I, I like, like if it was, it'd be a problem. Yeah, I can't. We can't get through yeah, all the good. comments, but I can tell you that a lot of the people shared a lot of those opinions about just you know props to him, steadied the ship, was consistent, did exactly what a quarter or backup should have done, and maybe a little bit more. Talked about his energy. There's not a lot of controversy. More than I, th- I thought there would be more, and maybe it's after the game. Maybe midweek, you know, Wednesday rolls around. Justin might be out another game. You might see it, you know, especially if if Tyson maybe has a breakout game because it will be on national television. So that it could get a little, you know, sketchy here, a little, you know, um, a little more mystique in the next week yeah. or two. If he if he balls out, if he balls out primetime, it's going to be a shit show. If Fields is not playing, if Tyson's playing, yeah, it's going to be a shit show, bro. Like just get get ready. Cause it's already a shit show on Twitter as it is with the camps. Everyone's got their player right now. So if yeah. agent goes crazy, oh my goodness, just, just prepare yourself for that. Yeah. Well, Vicky, uh, I guess we, I, I'm not seeing too many questions, at least of right now. I yeah, see a lot of, time. you know, yeah, I see fields, uh, fields is a bust from the angry casual fan on YouTube. Again, some people definitely, I, I think it's fair. One thing I do not like, and I guess I'll end with this, my little rant and then pick if you have something, for me, it's like the the idea that we have to tell somebody or tell fans how to feel. Like for me on Twitter, one thing you'll never tell, like I will never be like, hey, this is what we have to do. This is, no, everyone is a lot. Some people are going to like T- Tyson. They're just going to be drawn to him. It's new. It's fun. Or they just think he's the better product, the better quarterback. It's fine. People are allowed to have their opinions. They may. Some people might not like Caleb Williams. Some people may love him and want to go that direction. Some people might enjoy talking about the draft. Some people want to see the Bears win now. There's so many different types of fans and how they want to see what they want to see from this team. It's like just let people be. You know, as long as it's not, you know, you know, harmful, terrible shit. Yeah, people are like, you know, yeah. death threats. All these. No, as long as it's just fun, opinionated. Like, let's just have fun discussions. Let's. It's a fun time kind of in Chicago where you have so much hope currently with Justin or depending how you feel. And then also with the draft capital, the free agency, yeah. where Ryan Pohl set this team up in the future, there's some positivity on where, on both spectrums. So it's like just allow people to kind of say what the hell they want to say. You don't – if you don't oh, like they it, don't do it, don't respond, you know? They, no, yeah, yeah. The, I'll, I'll respond to one. I'm like, oh, I'll get my hope perspective. No. No, no, no. Yeah, I do that. First of all, I'm not going to be, I'm, I'm too old to be back and forth <laughs> on, on Twitter too to be old. doing that. I'll give my, up. I'll give my perspective on, I'll give my perspective on stuff, but like yeah. at the end of the day, it's like, it's an opinion. I don't run this team either. Mine's just an opinion too. We all they care. don't pay me. Yeah. Yeah. We all want to see this team do well. You know what I mean? I don't care. Again, at the end of the day, I don't actually care what route it is. If we're winning, if, if you told me tomorrow, that the Bears win the Super Bowl in two years, and it's because Brian Boyer's on the team and Justin Fields is not. I'm saying sign me up because I want my team to win. I don't care what we had to do to get to that part. You know what I mean? As much as I love Fields and you know, my favorite players, things like that, 
I want to see this team succeed, which we have not seen in years, bro. So if that's the case, it is what it is. And however, you know, there's multiple ways to win in this league, as we know, right? That's why it's so hard to win in this league. So, and again, I'm not a GM. You're not a coach. We're not players. We're just fans out here giving giving our opinions on things. So we don't take ourselves too seriously. We don't take everybody else too seriously. We just like to talk about this team. And hopefully we'll talk about more good days coming up than bad. Yeah. So. Hey, I want to end with this too. I keep on saying I want to end with this, but there was a comment here. Torres David uh, on Facebook. He goes, why did the winning QB not get to kneel the ball down at the end of the game? I tweeted this exactly same damn thing. I said, Matt Eberflus letting Nathan Peterman, for those who either one didn't watch the game or two just maybe didn't see the end of it, you know, maybe going to red, maybe going to red zone, whatever it might be at the very end of the game, you know, victory formation, Nathan Peterman took the knee to end the game. And, you know, some people say, okay, hey, maybe you're pushing this. It's not that big of a deal, but it's like letting him, Nathan Peterman take that uh, knee is, is, is just terrible. In my opinion, it's Tyson's no, I first think he win. Was- I think he was getting okay. uh I think polls came down. So I think polls and then we're talking as what I what oh, I saw. I don't I still don't like it. Just let him finish the game. Enjoy that victory formation. Get the get the crowd. You know, for me, in my opinion, if that's the case, sure, you know, talk to the GM. That's probably important too. But it's like I just didn't I was like, what the hell? Maybe it's not a big deal. I don't know. Uh, well, you know, so, it, it, so it probably isn't me, man. It, it probably isn't, but because he was also taken out on the Hail Mary, I think it's just like a it's just like what 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 the what the fuck are we doing at the end of these games? So the coaches staff, it just they continue to do bizarre stuff. Like again, maybe this isn't as crazy as, as some of the things they've done over the last year and a half, two years, but it's like you they just they just keep doing dumb, weird, you wouldn't care funky stuff. Man. You wouldn't care if this was a winning team. That's the thing though. <laughs> no, you're right. If, if yeah. this like if this team is like I complain like, too damn much. <laughs> yeah, like if it's the Lions, like five and two, even though they stomped today, like if they do that, no, you'd yeah. be like okay, you'd be like, who gives a shit? But, you know what I mean? But it's the, no, it's I get you though because D two product. For, you know, he was playing in front of two thousand fans last year, and now he's in Soldier Field. He just got to win a pretty damn good debut as far as a you know a starter or oh yeah, a first start. He definitely goes. got the game ball, and too. it's like let the crowd show some love to him. You know, get some claps in there and. Just feel that energy. He deserved that. Again, who knows? Was Brian Poles talking to him? Maybe. Am I overreacting? Yes. Anyways, Vicky, man. It's fine. I mean, that's, that's where we're at. It's, I'm not even mad. <laughs> this is where we're at. Feel that way. This is where yeah. we're at. We're trying to just juice out everything we possibly can because the team so far, again, we're happy about the win. We're not sad fans over here. We're happy for the win. But yeah. it has been such a roller coaster to this point, and the coaching staff has been so weird with their decision making and how they've handled the media and things like yeah. that so i, I understand Torres, where you're coming from Forrest david on facebook goes plus his family that's true he bought out yeah, he had fi- what, 53 section. yeah essentially like an entire section at soldier field and you're like you don't let this man take the knee so who knows i love it we i gotta find you know something to be ups- angry about of course but anyways listen anyways hope you guys enjoyed the show happy the bears of course got a win we'll be back next week to um likely preview the bears versus um chargers game on sunday night football but again we we enjoy this everyone that's kind of stuck with us again almost to 2000 subs on youtube for our apple spotify listeners keep rating to the pod keep listening um everyone that's tuned into the live streams it's awesome you can follow ficky on twitter all socials at it's ficky baby you can follow me check me out uh, on sportsmarker.com, all my articles there, and of course, all socials, Dave underscore BFR. But we love you guys. We love the Bears. 
another win still feels weird you know to say that another um, i like when you say another but it's really been two, two but yeah yeah i get it is another but it's yeah but you know what they're both monumental wins so soak it up dave because they're yeah. both they both snap streaks that lasted almost a year plus so so we'll, we'll take it we will take any bears win in any fashion in any sort of way so no, no, absolutely. Um, if you if you guys want to help support the pod, uh, just hit that like button. Sub to the channel if you want to, you know, stick around for the rest of the season. We love it, Ficky man. Anything before we go? Nah, man, it's great. This is perfect. I'm gonna finally go sleep and have good dreams. You know what I mean? And I'll be I'll be in a happier mood this week because my because my team pulled one off. And I think. Uh, wait, do you know the Packers score by the way? Is it, you know, did they uh, end up? Let me. I can find it. I have I have actually Bleacher Report pulled up here. Hold on. Like well, maybe yeah, we'll end it. the show with you. Let's we'll, we'll, we'll end the show with a uh, the draft. You know where we're at with the draft. Okay, okay. So we got the we need Arizona to to win, and we need Denver to win, right? Uh, and we need the Cards to win. Cards are yeah. one and five. So Cardinals are losing right now. They're down seventeen to ten in the fourth yeah. quarter with fourteen minutes left. And then of course the Packers are losing. <laughs> Losing. The Packers Let's are losing go. the Broncos nine to three again. To first of all, three, the fact that we lost to Green Bay and Denver is really wow. starting to piss me off. Um, Jordan Love right now for you know to make people smile, he is eleven for 18, 64 total yards, zero touchdowns, zero picks, sixty seven point eight rating. Um, and they are oh, I'm sorry, the Broncos just scored. They're up fifteen to three. So Broncos oh, wow. winning right now is huge. Let's go. That would move Good. us to up. Uh, yeah. Anyways, now we just need the Cardinals to somehow come back and win. They're down 17 to 10 in the fourth. Um, so let's see if they can kind of pull it out. But again, it's looking all right. The Bears still hold the number one overall pick because the Panthers are on a bye and they are the only winless team in the NFL. And that could still, they could, that can continue for quite a while. Um, or at least we hope so. Easily. Anyways. Yeah, thank you, man. Easily. The Panthers are not that good. So yeah, yeah. Thank you, man. Well, I think we'll we'll be back next week. Uh, like I said, to likely preview Sir. the next Sunday night primetime game. Hopefully, we have Justin back. Um, kind of have some more, you know, maybe get some more answers on primetime, which we always love. But again, he balls out on shout out to, friends, I hope so. Exactly, exactly. We'll see. But shout out to everyone that kind of tuned into the live stream. We'll be back next week. Um, and um, again, thank you for the love. Peace.